My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. This is episode 91 of the Bible Buffoons podcast. What up? Hello. We just had some big yawns. Yeah, almost a simultaneous yawn. I'm about to yawn again. I yawned a lot last time. I know. But you know when you... it just if now it's in my about, head, and now I gotta talk yawning. about it, think yeah. about it. It just I don't know. Does anybody know the science of yawns? The I, the I only, think that's like the world's biggest mystery. The only thing that I've ever seen about it, MythBusters did an episode yeah. about the contagious yawn. Yeah, you know how somebody yawns or says it early, even on TV. Yeah, and so uh, they think it's like a, a like an empathetic response. Like really? you see somebody yawning and your brain just like connects oh, with them you and you yawn with, along uh, with them. I don't know. But that's been a long time ago. Some people, you that, know, so. I heard some people talk about like you're sucking the air out and this and that. But it's like but when, you watch did, it on, when you watch it on TV. They did disprove that. Really? They, yeah. Like, I mean. Did a over, they yeah. like put them in a, this room Chamber or yeah, whatever. that yeah. regulated all the air pressure. No, in the room yeah, that's and they were true. like, no, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, maybe not yawn. Maybe not, let's not talk about it. Um, yeah, that's going to get worse now. <laughs> it's going to get really worse. I see. Oh, man. Oh, no. You got to talk. Hello, everyone. I'm talking now because Justin is long yawning. <laughs> and then I'll talk whenever you yawn here in a second. <laughs> um, mind-blowing facts. I've been throwing this fact around multiple days in the office. <laughs> You're laughing at it. You're so excited about this. Because I haven't told the listeners. Okay. You've been, so, you've been waiting. If I can find it on my on my Twitters, who I follow, I follow uh, basically sports teams and one that makes me feel smart. Oh. And it's like this engineering, brilliant, whatever. Um, and I just take whatever they say and whatever's in the comments true. <laughs> and it could not be because I have no idea. I can't find it right now just because I'm looking for it. But, oh, World of Engineering. World of Engineering. On Twitter, I like it. So they came out with this tweet the other day that blew my mind. It has the, it it has its followers going crazy okay. and thinking about it. If you were to fold a piece of paper in half, so you double the size every time you, you fold it. You half the size. Yeah. Now. But double the, the thickness. You double the thickness. Yes. Yeah, but I'm going to say this because one, because you said Mythbusters. So that kind of got me on this. They just, or they proved, they, 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 they proved the myth that you cannot fold a piece of paper more than, in half more than seven times. No matter how big it is. They had a piece of paper that was like the size of like an airplane hanger. It yeah. was huge. And they could not fold it more than seven times. Yeah. Something with the, the thickness and the angles, like it just ends up being like a ball or like yeah. a U, right? It doesn't fold. So, anyways, this but pen, if you could, but if you could, if this paper was magical, <laughs> if you were to fold a piece of paper forty-two times in half, so in half, in half, in half, in half, in half, forty-two times, it would reach the moon. There you go. It boggles the mind. And it was something crazy, like if you did it like, like nineteen or like eighteen times, it's like Mount Everest. Yeah. Like what? Mm. But it was like twenty times would be half the distance, and then one more time will get you the other whole half, right? Yeah. Because you just double, 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 double. It's crazy. That is crazy. And and if you're and if you're thinking, I don't, this isn't true. 
go to your, I was going to say, go to your local internet, go to your local, <laughs> go to your local library and find the computer that is connected to the World Wide web and just search. See what happens. Google, because I did this because I was like, ah, I don't know if this one's right or not. And there's a lot online on it and they make little diagrams to kind of show you how it works. Um, how folding paper works. Uh, yeah. Um, just go, just go Google it. Check it out. Google folding piece of paper 42 times in half, reach the moon. And there, there's math equations and things that I don't know about. Mm. But that stat made me happy. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. Hey, we're just trying to keep the people informed on Do you what follow, is and isn't possible. Y'all are not YouTube people, are you? Not really. See, we are YouTube people. Smarter Every Day. Mm. There's a channel called Smarter Every Day. It's the dudes in Huntsville. It's like a big, big channel, but the dude's in Huntsville. Okay. So that's also another one. Go to Smarter Every Day. We like to watch that. Do you get smarter every day? Yeah. He does a really good one about uh, the Coast Guard. Oh. He does like a four-part series on the Coast Guard and went down to Mobile and like followed them and like their call center and like their, um, I forget what it's called, but it's like a search pattern that they use that looks dumb. But it works. It, well, it uses like the way the waves go. And yeah. if you start in one point and how fast and like, it looks like it's all like a four-year-old drew this weird geometric pattern, but, but it's like, doing. it's like science. Like if we did this, we will find the person in this amount of range in this amount of time. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So this might be a dumb question, but Hey, I'm a genius now. I follow uh, <laughs> smarter every day in world of engineering. So coast guard, in my mind, one of their main tasks is you, you need keeping, to watch this because they yeah keeping people safe in the oceans and you uh-huh. know, dealing with stuff. But they also are a military branch. Like, do they actually yes. guard our coast from a military? Mm, that's Navy. Okay, that's the Navy. Yes, and they help. No, you're right. Um, no, you're right. Let me. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I don't know much about it either but i do know they are a military branch they're they don't get the amount of love that army sure. air force and navy gets but my brother-in-law yeah. who played football for navy his brother played football for the coast guard academy did not know they had an academy yeah played football for Where, him. where's the coast guard academy? Mm, on the coast on the beach somewhere. <laughs> on the beach somewhere i really don't know i should know this yeah um he was in biloxi and then he went out to california and now he's in jacksonville all right doing coastal things but they're like policemen and they're military and they, they do a, Oh, the they girl, dabble. the girl in mobile was talking about like the Mississippi river coming up and like, they were the ones that are in charge of like closing down like the, um, the locks that she is in charge of closing and opening all the locks to get you into the rivers. And yeah. it's like, when it's like hurricane season. So yeah. she's like, I also do this, not just let's go find people that are missing. Yeah. They, da- they dabble. They got a lot going on. They got a lot going on. Okay. It's pretty cool. I, I hope you guys are smarter. I Hey, they're getting facts today on the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, guys, we had a, a, almost a crisis this morning. <laughs> I asked Chris, are you ready for this podcast? And he's like, no, I am not. It's not from a lack of trying. No, 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 no. <laughs> so last week we did uh, Theology 101, uh-huh. What, Who is God? Quick hitters on Father, Son, and Spirit. Right, and it was theology, and this is, a, this is a big key, guys. This is Theology 101. Right. 
This is base level. Yeah. This is this is not uh, grad level deals. This is base, base, base level. So this week we're doing. Who is Jesus? Yeah. Who is Jesus? Just and Chris came in going. I I I can't do it. <laughs> it's too much information. Too like this guys, and we say this all the time. This could be a fifty-two week. Uh, series yeah. on who was Jesus. <laughs> we are not giving you every information. And we're going to do it in 20 minutes. And we're going to do it in about <laughs> 20 minutes, right? And we, and if we hit on something, we may do a part two sure. next week yeah. if we feel like we haven't fully got this. But here is where my brain is coming from. There is a lot of you that listen to this, uh, that go to our church, that we know, that are ministers, that have been in the church since you were uh, a weeks old. Mm-hmm. Great. You might learn something for this. You might not. Yeah. We, we don't think we're going to blow your mind with folding a piece of paper 42 times <laughs> to the moon. That, that should blow your mind. Yeah. Some of these things we're talking about may not blow your mind, but they may uh, 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 trigger. They may, uh, that may be a bad word. They <laughs> may um, inspire. inspire and remind you. Yeah. I was going to say trigger an old response that you're like, oh, I forgot about that part. Oh, that's a good reminder of Jesus. Yeah. So that may be it. You might be. Listen to this. We have people in Turkey and we have people in all sorts of places. Mm-hmm. Jamaica, yeah. uh, Australia, that you are you may not be Christians. Yeah. And you may listen to this going, hey, I don't know what Jesus. There may be somebody, and it may be up to how you um, name this. Yeah. Someone might search, who is Jesus? Yeah. On a podcast. And they might find ours. Yeah. And this is maybe the only thing. This is more geared for that. Or if you're a parent and you have kids and you have a six-year-old starting to ask you, so who was Jesus? Yeah. We just had Easter. Why did he die? All right. Well, we might lay some groundwork for you there. So, Chris, take some pressure off yourself. You were Deep deep breaths. Deep breaths. Um, And if we didn't feel like we had enough stuff, I would say contact us, but none of you do. So we're fine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We may have a hundred unread emails because I haven't checked that in a little while. I haven't either. But I don't think we do. We'll do a quick peek uh, after this. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll do a quick one here. All right, so here we go. Theology. Twenty minutes on who was is the great I am. There you go, Jesus. Mm-hmm. In this, um, so we talked about theology. What is theology? It's basically learning and studying. Um, uh, uh, about God and about the Bible and just kind of thinking about it. Right. Um, it's nothing special. It's not a special thing. It's just when you think about God mm-hmm. and you're just trying to get that out. So that's what we're doing. Theology 101, who was Jesus? Um, I said this last week and you may, um, no, I'm going to go back. Start one. Who do Christians, so this may be a big part. Okay. Who do Christians believe that Jesus is? Mm-hmm was because you can go back throughout time i think almost every religion agrees on jesus as a historical as a as a human being yeah a lot of them think that he was a prophet he was a healer Mm -hmm. he was a teacher yeah he was a great man Mm -hmm. they just don't believe he was the son of god right so across the board there's not really any questions on Jesus right on 
did he live? Did he walk this earth? Mm-hmm. It's really who he truly is. Right. So that's what we're kind of saying. You guys have that out there, but now for us Christians, for us believers, um, who do we say he is? Yeah. Chris, who do you say he is? No, that's yeah. a big, <laughs> that's a big, big question. Yeah, I think the the choice comes down to, do you believe that Jesus was who he said he was? Oh, right, because uh, in in our in our theological book that the Christian faith uses to study and learn about the nature and the character of God, there is this character Jesus who presents himself. Yes. As the fulfillment of a promised prophecy um, in ancient Hebrew texts and the fulfillment of... Well, multiple prophecies. Over 300. Messianic prophecies, if you want to know what those prophecies are, the Messianic prophecies. Yeah, Uh, He claimed that he was the fulfillment, the completion Mm -hmm. of, of those prophecies. He claimed that he himself was divine. He Uh claimed that he himself was one with the father. Um, and he claimed that, uh, he was going to be killed and then that he would be raised. So these are some of the major claims that Jesus made about himself. So I think that really is sort of the root of who Christians say that Jesus is, is, is agreement with who Jesus said he was. Yeah. So just from the very, very base level, we believe that Jesus is we're God man, mm-hmm. that he was fully God. And we talked about the Trinity a while back, Father, Son, Spirit, that he was fully human, but he was fully God. Right. Uh, who was God who came to this earth. So there's also there too, right? We have Father, Son. Um, and we talked about that last time, right? Yes. Right? We talked about the Father, Son, who was God, who was those three, um, and the Spirit. And they became fully human mm-hmm. here. Um, so there's some things that Jesus can do that we can't because he is God, but he also was in a flesh and bones uh, vessel. He was right. he was human, yeah. right? Some 2,000 some years ago, right. lived, claimed he was Jesus, uh, claimed he was the Messiah, claimed he was the Savior, did it, died on the cross, three days, came back, um, and then claims he's going to come back again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we say that's who Jesus is. Right. He died on the cross for our sins. So because of that, then we're that. Now, um, I found I found this statement, which I really liked. It said, Jesus Christ is the New Testament. Mm. And you go from at the very beginning. And again, this is ground level. You're thinking, no, the New Testament's a book. <laughs> the New Testament. Now, we think about John. In the beginning was the word, right? And the word was God, and the word was with God, right? So we have that idea of the word, mm-hmm. very, very basic. We have Old Testament, we have New Testament, uh, we have basically before Jesus and after Jesus, right? Uh, time. So in the beginning, there was this New Testament, there was this New Covenant, uh, way back when, or, or I guess really the Old Covenant, right. way back when. Um, yeah, Adam and Eve. They screwed it up. And from then on, us humans have always screwed it up. Mm -hmm. And God has tried to reconcile. God has tried to fix um, our hearts and fix this world to basically what Eden was. Right. The Garden of Eden in Genesis was was it. Yes. It was was heaven. It was... uh, 
it was it wasn't heaven, but it was heaven like. Right. Everything was perfect. Everything, and then we and we screwed up. God was walking with us. Mm-hmm. God walked with man in the garden. Yeah. So the, from the Bible bookends with two gardens. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A picture of intimate close relationship with God Mm -hmm. because of sin and separation and disobedience, that relationship with God has been severed, damaged uh, in our own strength and Uh our own ability. We can't reach God, but we see that the end of scripture in revelation is another picture of, of a restored garden Mm -hmm. with God dwelling among his people. So like, how do we get from a to z well we're are living in between gardens and jesus is the answer of how Uh how this reconnection this uh restoration happens he is the bridge he's the key he's the gate yeah 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 and 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 the gatekeeper (laughs) oh i am yeah that's right back to the i am i am statements right which even like that statement Mm -hmm. i am he said seven times which is what god told moses when you know moses asked you know, who do I say I talked to? You know, who do I say gave me all these laws? The most baller answer ever. Just tell them I, I am. am. <laughs> I'm what? I am, buddy. Everything. Right? Um, so the Old Testament is God constantly giving rules, giving laws, giving things to try to help us get back in that right standing. And we keep screwing it up. Yeah. We over and over and over again. So finally, it's like, nope, we got to fix this. Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. He is the sacrifice. No longer these little bitty lambs um, and these little bitty goats and all the things that you sacrifice on these like you know ritual days and all the ceremonial stuff. We have the one. So from then on, it was the old Jewish law. It was the old live this way. But then you have the New Testament, the new covenant. And that starts and ends with Jesus. Mm-hmm. He goes, now it's me. So you have, you know... Um, you, know, you have people in the Bible like Paul who grew up Jewish trying to persecute Christians. Not try, did. You have a lot of people, and it's all this Jew or Gentile and all these things. He says, oh, it's no more. We are all part of God's children, and the way to get to him is through Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so by, by living and by loving and by believing and by uh, trying to live that way of Jesus in the way that he taught, that's how. Mm. That's that's what that new covenant is. Yeah. Um, when, when we get there. Right. Um, for that. So that's what we talk about. Jesus is the new Testament. Mm-hmm. The whole new Testament is a story of Jesus and how do we live like him and love like him and be like him. Cause that's our ultimate goal. Right. And I think we talked about this last time we talked about God or the Holy spirit. I forget when, yeah. <laughs> uh, but about the Holy spirit, what's the job of the Holy spirit is yeah. to, is to help you be more like Jesus. That's right. Because that's what we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. to live like him. Yep. Um, um, a long, long time ago, when I was in college, long, long, long time ago, um, I picked up this guy. I was at a Christian student center. I may have told the story here before. Probably. This is 91 episodes. <laughs> I don't have that many stories. Uh, I picked him up from the airport. He was a grad student. I was in college. I went to the, the a Christian student center. They said, hey, we picked this guy up, and we take him to his dorm. Blah, 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 blah. I did it. Um, some things didn't happen. Dorm wasn't ready. Found him a place to stay. Took him to Walmart. Did all these things up him out. And this dude was Muslim. I didn't care. Just just kind of needed help. And so he asked, like, hey, why are you doing this? You know, why help me? I said, well, because you need help. And, you know, Jesus loves. And I'm trying to love. Mm-hmm. And he was like, cool. He's like, well, I'm Muslim. I'm like, I, I don't really care what you are. You need help, and we're going to help you. And, he, and I just asked him about Jesus. And he goes, 
if I could live like Jesus, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So even like other religions are like, to live like him would be great. Yeah. Because he was that kind of way. Like he he loved people, he treated people right. Um, so when we talk about living that way, and for us as Christians, we want to do that, but there's something deeper with us that we do believe that he's the son of God, yeah. that he is the savior for us to have eternity in heaven and unity with God. Yeah. True unity. So Jesus is uh, unity or union with the father presented uh, and presents a unique opportunity for us to see um, the character and the nature of God in human form in mm-hmm. in human flesh, because it's really, and when you, when you do theology, <laughs> you have to be comfortable with a little discomfort because these things are beyond us. You know, when you, we talked about the mystery, we talked mm-hmm. about the Trinity last week, yeah. brilliant people since the beginning of our faith have explored the depths oh, of yeah. this relationship between father, son, and spirit. And we've got some good ideas as to how that works, but they're, distinctness and their oneness mm-hmm. is something that we really are probably not ever going to fully get our minds around in, in this life, right? It's just beyond us, which, which is, you know, it talks about the mystery, right. and the mystery of this. Same thing with Jesus. He's fully, <laughs> he's fully God and he's fully man. If you, if you think about that and you're like, I don't get it. This, yeah, this okay. is beyond us. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And people have studied this for ages and we've got good ideas as to how this works, but it is beyond our full comprehension. And I like that. Yes. I appreciate well, that. I think that's where faith comes in. Absolutely. Right. Cause that wouldn't be faith. Yeah. That would be absolute knowledge. Right. And then you don't need to have faith in that, but yeah, I don't want to know everything. Yeah. I, I don't think my little piece sized brain can even understand and comprehend it all. Yeah. Um, and I want my God and I want my savior to be bigger than I can handle um, and bigger than I can comprehend. Now, I like to talk about this. We've yeah. done 91 episodes yeah. talking about the Bible. This is our jobs. Um, and that's kind of what I do. I like to help build this framework for middle schoolers and high schoolers yeah. to be like, hey, here, 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 here. Um, but you're never going to get it. And totally. Yeah. Totally. You're never going to fully comprehend it you can go whatever author you think whatever preacher you follow that's been preaching for a billion years that's a long time Mm. for a long time they're not gonna know either yeah that's right and they're gonna say that hopefully and i would yes (laughs) and if they say they do don't listen to them anymore because they don't (laughs) right um we over and over again try to do that so looking at Three job. Now there's multiple, again, there's seven, you know, like the seven I am statements and, and there's so many different names of Jesus and we might do, and we might've done a names of Jesus. We've done a names of God. I don't think we've done a names of Jesus. Well, we might do a names of Jesus yeah. maybe next week. Yeah. Why don't we do a names of Jesus? That sounds good. We'll kind of go through what he calls himself, what other people call him and just kind of that. But here's three simple things. If you're not looking at what is the role of Jesus? Mm-hmm. All right. One, I think to reveal who God is. Mm-hmm. Because he says, I am one with the Father. If you don't know me, you don't know my Father. Right. Um, right. So he just tells his, straight up tells his uh, disciples that. And they're like, what? <laughs> um, but to reveal the heart and nature of who God is. Yeah. Um, I think two, to show us how to live. Right. To model us 
a human life here, mm. how to treat, how to have compassion and empathy and love and service sacrifice, and sacrifice. And um, there's a whole lot there, mm -hmm. which is why we say read the gospels. Um, I think we said this last time. If you want, if you want the Holy Spirit to help you to be like Jesus, you have to know who Jesus is. Read about Jesus. Right. <laughs> read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Mm -hmm. Read that right there, and you're going to get a good understanding of it. Uh, and then three, the big one, to rescue us from sin. Mm -hmm. His ultimate job is to be the ultimate sacrifice, mm -hmm. to be the Savior. Yeah. So I, now those three very simple, but I think under those three, we get everything. Yeah. Right? Would you add anything to that? That's pretty spot on. Yeah. Right? I just mean, comprehensively kind yeah, of yeah. overarching. Just like a big overarching umbrella. Here's the three things. So if you want to know what did God do, he's here to reveal, or Jesus, he's here to reveal, reveal God, show us how to live, and to rescue us from sin. One of the things that's hard to kind of wrap our minds around, I think, um, <clears throat> is that he was fully human. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I like to ask my teens this. One, I blew my teens' minds. Uh, you have these brand new sixth graders. They come into the ministry, and they're all like, we want to learn. And then you sit them down, and you go, you know Jesus wasn't a Christian. And they're like, say what now? Dum, dum, dum. They're like, what? Yeah. He, yes, he is. His last name is Christ. And so I'm like, mm, sweet. We have a lot of work to do. But uh, <laughs> but they had this idea, and they go, you know he was Jewish. What? I was like, he, he wasn't himself. Like, Christian is people that follow. He's like, oh, right. This kind of this idea. But you also think about it. It was fully human. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, one of the questions I like to ask is, uh, did Jesus ever make a mistake? Mm. Do you think, and I'll, and I'll ask you listener, mm. do you think Jesus ever made a mistake? What do you think? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I think, I think it, not even talking about like, you know, uh, as 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 an adult, as a as a rabbi leading people, yeah, totally possible. But like the guy was a builder. He had to learn, you know. I, I he he oh. he he learned a craft and a trade, and I bet he messed up a bunch of stuff as as <laughs> as, as as a young man trying well, to develop this craft. And we. Think of Jesus as you know. He probably have, got mad. He might have chunked his hammer across the room like I do. <laughs> Man, I was I was making Hit this his thumb one time. Oh, I was making this step and I didn't pre-drill a hole for my screw. Yeah, and I was like, oh, uh, I don't want to get the other bit out. Split that wood. Yeah, I, I was ready to start a fire. I was ready to start a fire in my garage. I'm done. Do you not think that Jesus? Did? Yeah, right. Yeah. Now we have. Uh, 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 young boys. We do. I have a few. Um, they're not the brightest, <laughs> right? So true. Neither was I yeah. as, as a young lad, I was not bright. Do you think Jesus messed up a little bit? Do yeah. you, do you, do you think he was forgetful? Mm. Do you think, I mean, our, I mean, it's not the same thing, but, uh, uh our six year old, I don't know what it is. There's a magnet where he cannot, Put his dirty clothes and socks anywhere but the floor. <laughs> he's like, this is where they go. <laughs> and every morning, he's like, what? I didn't know. I said, oh, I forgot. Like, how do you? You take he every day. Takes his shirt off and throws it <laughs> wherever it lands is where it lives now. Yeah. Um, I know that didn't happen to Jesus, but you think he just like, oh, did that? Jesus 
come on, put away, put it up, do that. I think so. Yeah. Being perfect uh, um, is not the same as being sinless. Right. We read that he is sinless. Mm. Do you think he messed up somebody's name? Do you think he forgot? Oh, Peter, uh, you, come here, <laughs> right? <laughs> he had 12 dudes around him. He's like, hey, I don't know. You're the closest. You just come here, right? Um, I'm, I'm sure that happened, but that doesn't negate him being the son of God mm-hmm. and him being sinless. Mm. Um, you know, so there's a lot there that he was human. And, and I think that that is huge for us to kind of understand um, for us to rally around Jesus, for us to put our life in him is that he is here as a, well, uh, well, you know what? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. We're going to land a plane here. Cause we're already at 30 minutes and we got a lot more to go. So it's going to be a part two next week. All right. So don't worry about that. I have revealed who God is to show us how to live, to rescue us from sin. This might be under the third category of Jesus here on earth. I think one part is that he now fully understands. Mm. He was tempted in the desert. Mm. He lived this life. He walked. Uh, he wept. He cried for Lazarus. He 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 had emotions, mm. right? He was hungry. He was he thirsty. was hungry. He was yes. He was cold. He was hot. Yes, he was tested. He had he had grief. He had compassion. Yes, he knows what it is here. Yeah, and for now, for him, which you know we read now, you know. So where is Jesus now? Mm. He's at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. He 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 is with him. He is there as our like advocate. Mm. He is there as our helper to, to, um, uh, 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 mediate maybe a good way to be a bridge between us and God mm. where he, I think could be like, have compassion on your people. Mm. It's tough down there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've been down there. God, trust me. Yeah. It's not easy. Mm. And so to have somebody that can walk in your shoes can 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 live a little bit that has had that pain and the grief and and the hurt and all those things um it's not a far off god that doesn't know who you are mm. and doesn't understand what you've been around yeah it's a god that's like i've been in the trenches with you yeah and i understand so i think that's huge yeah there, there's this really beautiful picture uh in the book of acts uh there's a story about stephen this guy who was mm-hmm. kind of known as the first christian martyr he's the yeah. first guy who won't stop talking about jesus <laughs> uh and the leaders the religious leaders political just leaders, got tired of him got tired of him and they kill him um and oftentimes when jesus is talked about uh in his glory and in, in in his position in heaven, it, he's, it says he's seated at the right hand of mm-hmm. God. But in this picture uh, that we get in the story in Acts, when when Stephen looks up, he says he sees Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And I just think that's a beautiful picture that Jesus has been persecuted himself. Yes. This is fresh. Yes. And when he sees someone that he loves being persecuted and murdered for him, he can't stay seated. Uh, He stands and he's, and he's with Stephen in, in this way that is filled with empathy because he has been there. And I love that picture that, that Jesus has been through this world and has experienced the great parts of what it means to be human and the worst parts of what it means to be human. 
and he can feel with us and, and be with us in a way that is so special and unique to our faith. That's a very, um, yeah, it's very beautiful. That's a very parent like deal. You know, you've been at a, at a restaurant, at a ball game in the backyard and something happens mm-hmm. and you're concerned kind of you, you stand hey, up hey stand up. Yeah. Uh, you know i gotta stand up and get ready i gotta know what's and I, that's that's like beautiful where it's like jesus can't sit back he's like no i gotta i gotta be there yeah. so um guys this is basically the tip of the iceberg and mm-hmm. we're not going to hit all of it uh, we'll do a part two next week i think there's some cool things about um him being fully human is awesome but there's also he also has fully god characteristics as mm-hmm. well you know, yeah, he, did can, some wild stuff. <laughs> he did some wild stuff. <laughs> he did some wild stuff. He caught people off guard. <laughs> um, it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, walking on water, doing yeah. a lot of cool things. But if if there was a tweetable one little nugget, uh, know that you have a God, that you have, that, that you have a Savior that can relate and that has walked with you. Yeah. Um, and has true compassion, uh, which is different than almost every other religion. They don't have that. They have a far off God, mm. but our God was with us, uh, which is which is uh, Emmanuel. Yeah, right. We've all we've all had different types of of leaders and managers and supervisors mm-hmm. in our lives, and in my experience, the ones that inspire me, the ones that that really uh, call me to to follow along with the plan are the ones who lead by example. Yeah. You know, a, a, a supervisor is somebody who just tells you what to do mm-hmm. and you're expected to do it. A leader is someone who, who forges the path for you and leads by example. A Jesus, Sherpa. Je- yes. Jesus is the, the ultimate Sherpa, the one that we can follow yeah. because we know he's been through it. Yeah. He's not sitting up in this tower saying, do this, do that. He's like, no, I'm telling you to do this because I've been there. I've walked with you. He came to the lowest of the low mm-hmm. yeah. um, out of love. Yeah. And so if that's yeah. our, if that's our guiding to rescue light, us. if yeah. that's our example, then great. Then, then that's a, that's the path. That's the mm-hmm. path to follow. Well, uh, your homework is to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Congrats. This week. Uh, and find a little earthly nugget of, of a earth and nugget (laughs) (laughs) of a Jesus, the God man, uh, here on earth and just how he lived. And, um, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so catch y'all next week. Uh, man, it's like summer's here. Y'all it's getting hot. Mm. Uh, so enjoy the weather, be outside. Um, if it's nice where you are, be outside, enjoy the weather, enjoy some company. Um, and have a good week and uh, like, review, share, subscribe, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> just kind of tell off on that. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you all next week. Bye, friends. Have a good day.